Section 26 of Gopal Kundala. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Gopal Kundala by Bunkim Chandra Chatterjee. Translated by H.A.D. Phillips. Part 4. Chapter 2. In the Sleeping Chambers. About a year had passed since Lutfonissa had reached Agra and come from there to shop the gram. Kopal Kundola had for more than a year been Nobukumar's wife. The day Lutfonissa went to the jungle at evening, Kopal Kundola was seated absently in her bedchamber. She is not the same Kopal Kundola that the reader had seen on the seashore, with her tresses tossed about and limbs devoid of ornaments. Shama Shundari's prophecy has come true. By the touch of the touchstone, the jogini has become a grihini. Now those countless masses of hair, hanging to her ankles and dazzling black as a swarm of bees, are bound up in a thick knot behind. The arrangement of the knot, too, evinces considerable skill, and a number of fine embroidered threads give evidence of Shamashundari's skill in doing up hair. Neither have flowers been despised, for they encircle the knot on four sides like a crown. That part of the hair which is not inside the knot does not lie in one uniform level on the top of the head, but owing to its curliness forms a series of small black waves. The face is no longer half concealed by the mass of hair, but is a blaze of light and beauty, except that here and there a few tiny curls have escaped from their fetters and moist with perspiration adhere to the face. Her complexion is beautiful as the rays of the half-moon. Now golden ornaments are swinging from her ears. A golden necklace hangs on her throat. They are not paled by her colour, but are beautiful as a night flower in the lap of earth, clothed with the light of the half-moon. She has on a white cloth, which is as beautiful as a thin white cloud in a sky lighted by the half-moon. Though her complexion resembled the moonlight of the half-moon, still it appeared to be a little paler than before, as when a black cloud is seen in a corner of the sky. Kopal Kundula was not sitting alone. The fair Shama Shundari was seated near her. They were talking together and the reader must hear a portion of what they were saying. Kopal Kundula said, How much longer will the son-in-law stay here? Shama Shundari said, He is going tomorrow afternoon. Alas, if I could this night pluck the magic herb, I could bring him under my control and so render my birth successful. I was cuffed and beaten with a broom yesterday because I went out. So how can I go out today? Kopalkundula. Why won't it do to pluck it in the daytime? Shamashunduri. If you pluck it by day, why should it flower? It must be plucked with dishevelled hair exactly at midnight. For this reason, brother, I must bury my wish in my heart. Kopalkundula. Very well. Today I recognize that plant and I know the jungle in which it grows. You will not have to go today. I will go alone and bring the drug. Shamashunduri. What has happened is past. Don't go out any more at night. Kopalkundala. Why are you anxious on that account? You have heard that it has been my practice from a child to roam about at night. Just consider that if such had not been my practice, I should never have seen you. Shamashunduri. It was not from that fear I spoke, but is it proper for respectable young girls to wander about in the forest at night? I was severely blamed, 
even when we went together and if you go alone you will get into a terrible row kopal kundala where's the harm do you do think that i shall become a bad character because i go out of the house at night shama sundari i don't think that but evil people will say evil things kopal kundala let them that doesn't make me bad shama sundari quite true but if any one reproaches you it will vex us kopal kundala don't allow yourself to be vexed for so foolish a reason shama sundari that i shouldn't but why should you pain my brother kopal kundala cast on shama sundari one of her bright affectionate glances and said if he is pained by this what am i to do had i known that marriage for a woman means slavery i should never have married after that shama sundari thought it better to say nothing further she got up and went to her work kopal kundala busied herself with the necessary household duties and having completed them she went out of the house in search of the medicine then it was more than one pohor of the night the night was moonlight nobukumar was seated in the outer room and saw from the window that kopal kundala was going out he too went out and seized mrinmoyi by the arm kopal kundala said what is it nobukumar said where are you going there was no sound of rebuke in his voice kopal kundala said shama sundari wants a drug for bringing her husband under her control and i'm going out to look for it nobukumar said as tenderly as before very well you went once yesterday why again today kopal kundala yesterday i could not find it i will look for it again nobukumar said very mildly wouldn't it do as well to look for it in the daytime nobukumar's voice was full of love kopal kundala said the drug does not flower by day nobukumar what is the use of your looking for the medicine tell me the name of the plant and i will pluck and bring it for you kopal kundala i know the trees if i see it but i don't know its name and it won't do for you to pluck it a woman must pluck it with her hair all loose do not put any obstacle in the way of another's benefit kopal kundala said this with some harshness nobukumar made no further objection he said come i will go with you kopal kundala said proudly come see with your own eyes if i am unworthy of confidence or not nobukumar could say nothing further with a sigh he let go of kopal kundala's hand and returned to his house kopal kundala alone entered the forest chapter notes brother is a term of endearment used by a girl to a friend respectable young girls literally respectable daughters-in-law and daughters end of chapter notes end of section 26